0: All right, here we are back for another Woo. podcast episode. How are you doing, Chris? Just dandy, dandy, you, dandy.
1: I'm excited because we're talking with with uh, we're talking about animals, and so that's always you know how that excites me. And so, I mean, and I'm uh, who do we have with, with us uh,
0: this time, Chris?
1: This is Shauna Gugliomo. Did
0: I say it right, Shauna?
1: Close. Oh, no, that's the way Kurt told me. So I'm going to blame no. it on him. Ugly
2: right, Amo. Oh,
1: no. See, Kurt said it wrong. Then Googly Oh, amo. I did say it wrong. And people that know Shauna, too. People that listen to us know Shauna because she's been on Summer Camp Con. She was part of our virtual camp stuff. Still need to introduce who Shauna is. So you may Shana, know. Shauna, go ahead.
2: Tell us oh, about it. I'm Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be here. Um, <laughs> virtually. Voicely, right?
0: Yep. Voicy, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> um, this is
0: all video. You
1: didn't know we were we were airing this just video.
2: <laughs> great.
0: Never,
2: yeah, it my hair. Wish I wasn't wearing pajamas. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, I um, am the camp programs coordinator at Lincoln Park Zoo, located in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we're a day camp, and we also run not just in the summer, but on all federal holidays and winter and spring break
0: as well nice so chris uh what do you have at your camp as far as animals go
1: yeah so we we have a few a lot of lizards turtles um kind of some little things that we don't have we're not a zoo zoo we don't have the rhinos we don't have anything big Uh, a couple farm animals with the goats probably our most exotic is our skunk our little stinker bell our little baby that's part of our educational program here but yeah, snakes, we got corn snake, got some lizards, uh, ferret. Mm, I'm just thinking of all the bunny. I we're, we're like your, if you went to the zoo and they had a building that said, Domesticated animals, <laughs> uh, that would be us. we would be that building, I think
0: you've had you've had a few different things, like a fox and a couple of different things we did We had a
1: dogs. fox for a little bit, we tried a raccoon, we had a possum, and they were weird and crazy, and the raccoon was nuts, and the possum was mean, and the fox was crazy, and the prairie dog bit my wife, so like that was real fast, it's like they a country done. song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <That's good on. laughs>
2: That could be like a children's book about like what makes a bad There cat. you
0: go. There <laughs> you go. Yes. That down. And then we can end it on in the
2: prairie dog bit my wife."
0: <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Shana, did you you you've worked at other camps? Did they have animals at the before you got to the zoo?
2: Yeah, I worked at. Two camps that had nature centers one of them I was very involved with one of them I was just a visitor of the nature center very often to mm-hmm. that counselor's chagrin um, <laughs> because I love <laughs> animals mm-hmm. and then I've worked at two other places that didn't that had a nature center but no act like live mm-hmm. animals it was mm-hmm. more just like going out and seeing them in their natural habitats and learning about them that way and then the last place that i worked at in oregon illinois we didn't have a nature center but we had a very large collection of dead frozen birds Uh? which i was the caretaker for what
1: (laughs) please tell me you had an official title like dead bird caretaker (laughs) oh
2: i wish no just had a generic Senior outdoor educator title <laughs> I was in charge of the dead
1: birds, like
0: dead making birds.
2: sure they were still dead and frozen. And
0: <laughs> awesome. awesome! Oh, we got a problem. This one's back. <laughs> it's a zombie bird.
2: Yes. The cardinal's flying.
0: <laughs> Chris, if you were to create from scratch your nature center, what yes. what animals would you have, and what would you do with that? I, I like a lot of the animals that I do have. They're they're easy to take care of. I would want more,
1: and and we've talked about this before, Kurt, too, with a little more educational part in our nature center. Like have the bones out, and you got to guess what bones this belongs to, or hey, you know, we do have our um, the taxidermy wall, so you have all the fur that we learn about and you and pet and kind of see. But yeah, I would like a little more educational, and then I want it more spread out. I we're so. It's, it's just a smaller building and yeah. confined. It's not, I, I would like something a little bit bigger. You can walk around a little bit more, get a few more in there,
0: but. Yeah, what, what about you, Shauna?
2: I could just have like our own little building at the zoo, just for camp.
0: Well, yeah, like at a, it doesn't have to be the zoo, but just at camp, any camp, oh. if you were to work at a camp and go, somebody, the, the owner said, I want you to put together a nature center. Money's no object, what do you want?
2: Okay, but ethics are still an object. <laughs> The what? I said ethics are still an object.
0: <laughs> I mean, it Depends on who you ask. If Chris I would is really want owner, a moose. I would yeah. really
2: want a moose. Oh,
0: moose. there you go.
2: <laughs> but that's probably not good, <laughs> especially mm-hmm. if it was a bowl. Um, yeah, I think that having a lot of animals that kids can relate to is probably best so like those warm fuzzy mammals like rabbits okay. or like a chinchilla or a daegu they're really friendly and they're easy to hold and they're very yeah. charismatic but yeah definitely some snakes and some lizards probably a couple birds um, just so mm-hmm. the kids can get experience with birds because we see them all the time but not a lot of people well there are a lot of people that appreciate birds and they go on the deep end of appreciating birds mm. there's a lot of bird clubs in Chicago and a lot of people I work with are like gung-ho about birds but like kids generally when they look at a bird they're just like man it's bird. Is, right.
1: know, mean, a bird right a mean does it talk they're like I want
2: yeah, a cracker not a <laughs> yeah <laughs> and some turtles turtles are always fun and yeah. turtles are very long-lived if you take really good care of them so oh, it's cool. something you know they can live past 50 years if you take care of
1: them so yeah the mammals are the warm and fuzzy the kids love mm-hmm. the mammals but man they are the stinkiest they're the, the you gotta take clean up after them more than anything out like it's yeah. a
0: pain it's
1: always the My most turtles, easy.
0: visits and yes <laughs> yeah uh- so speaking, of, speaking of vets, uh, Chris, how do you take care of all your as far as vet goes? So we we actually
1: got very very fortunate. So um, because of our skunk, because of Stinker Bell, um, our vet in town, when we called him up and said, "Hey, you know, we have a skunk. She needs spades. She needs all these different things," he's like, "Yes, bring her in today." He loves skunks, and he even has a a letter <laughs> on his wall when he was seven years old. Right, is a letter to his parents telling them what awful parents they were because they wouldn't get him a skunk. So he loves her. And so he will use her and us to do shows every now and then, do educational stuff. And because of that, we get free vet care for our critters what? through that. And so that is huge <laughs> because, like, if I want to pay for all that vet and, and the different junk with that, that is a big bonus. So is he
0: your go-to vet for
1: all of your animals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he does the zoo here in Peoria. So he's, he's their vet as well. So he knows Uh, all the exotics and we don't, I mean, we don't have any major exotics, but like, I I don't think my, my dog's vet, although we now bring our dog to him too, but like my dog's original vet probably would have known how to take care of our bearded dragon and what it needed and things like that. But yeah. So he's, so that has been, Cause I don't even want to know what the vet bill would look like. And every now and then he'll just be like, Hey, I need to use Stinkerbell for something. And I'm always thinking like, I gotta be getting close to like working even
0: on that amount of money that I cost him. (laughs) So, so Shauna, what would you, what would you say are the benefits of a camp having animals?
2: Oh, there's so many, Um, you know, we build empathy for animals in the same way that we build empathy for humans. So it's a really great way for kids to start understanding like the needs of another being, how to take care of another being. They're also getting like responsibility, you know, like um, they're learning what responsibility is and how to act on that. Especially if you give campers like some leadership positions within the nature center, like Mm -hmm. on Mondays, you know, we got to change the water. We have to feed the lizard, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of that, like, just like that nurturing side. And then, you know, they're getting reconnected to nature, you know, even though they're seeing these animals kind of in a domesticated area, if you're talking about how they live in the wild, they're still getting that connection back to the natural world.
0: Are there goats at the zoo? There are. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Chris, we have Chris La recently Mancha. got a couple. Yeah. We have La Mancha goats and they're all named after members of Maroon five.
0: <laughs> oh, so who names these animals? At a zoo. You have the best names so far. Yeah, it
2: depends. Sometimes it's the keepers, like with the goats, but like with those, those bigger animals, um, typically they get named. If they're born at our zoo, they'll get named by uh, a donor Mm. or a scientist, but they come to us from other places too. Uh But those are kind of where the names are. And like the kind of trend in the zoo now is naming animals um, within the language of the regions that they're coming from huh. so a lot of our gorillas um, are named from different regions that the gorillas live in in the wild which is pretty cool
0: Chris you have a uh, educate you take these animals to schools the word you're looking for
1: is took we took in okay. past tense but normally pre-COVID. like
0: <laughs> post-covid you will again you think I'm hoping yes I'm hoping that'll happen what now. uh how, what does that look like? Like, what do the kids get to t- pet them or? So
1: we do. Yes. And we have it's certain ones. I mean, there's obviously like your axolotl that you can't get out of the aquarium to pet or uh, those there's times too. Cause a lot of times our teachers will request. Um, I know I went to a grade school and they were reading a book and they were learning about some different ones. And I don't even remember what they requested. And like that morning that animal was crabby And just, it was, it was the chinchilla. If I remember right, she was not interested and we're, so we didn't take her. And like the, the librarian was kind of mad at us. And I'm like, sorry, like it, it, she was crabby this morning. And so you, you get the Fox, you get the skunk, you get whatever else we have, but you don't get the chinchilla because it just didn't work, you know? And and that does sometimes happen. And then it depends too. I mean, as we go around, sometimes you have those kids that are just a little annoying. And so after a couple kids, some of the animals are like I'm done, I'm done. They're crabby. They start, how do the they hedgehog... tell you that?
0: Like, how do you, well, the
1: hedgehog like starts making sound. You hear the ring, like oh. you know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> she starts kind of growling. Um, Stinker bell will start clawing at me. So she's trying to like hide
0: more the the skunk.
1: Um, it and just the Tochilla kind of is turns. like,
0: Oh no, you didn't. I'm not going in there
1: the chinchilla hates people
0: so she rarely
1: rarely gets (laughs) touched
0: anyway which
1: is sad because their fur is so soft the chinchilla which is interesting so most animals you aren't supposed to like hold by the tail but the chinchilla that's the strongest bone in their body so it's the safest way to hold them you shouldn't squeeze them their bones are very fragile so you let her sit on your hand and kind of hold her at the base of her tail and that keeps her safe but interesting yeah super cool She's kind of—it was funny when you were saying earlier about like kids learning empathy or even taking care of them. One of my favorite pictures from a couple summers ago is one of our girls, and she's got the really long tweezers, and she's holding one of the the dead frozen mice by the tail, and she she just looks disgusted. She's holding it as far away from her as she can to get it into the snake cage, you know. And I'm like, that's so funny. Like we we totally made sure, like her mom probably. Has called and like thank you so much. My daughter never wants a snake now because you have to feed it mice, you know things like that. <laughs> so. I love that.
0: And so, Shauna, the the programs obviously at at the zoo. do the kids ever get to interact with the animals like that, or is that not a thing?
2: No, that's not a thing. We leave all the animal interactions up to the professionals, so the zookeepers and the vet staff. Just because we don't have a lot of domesticated animals Um, so a lot of our animals most of our animals are exotic so you know they require specialized care and we want to keep them as wild as possible even though they're living in captivity we still want them to show us like natural behaviors that they would exhibit in the wild and the more Mm -hmm. human touches Mm -hmm. they have with that the less you see that we do have um, opportunities for our campers to like go brush the goat. So learning more about Mm -hmm. like that care aspect. Um, We do like a feed the cow, Um, they can feed the chicken. So more on the domesticated side. But yeah, we don't have anything um, with touching with domestic or with the wild animals. No, do pull, you have a,
0: pull the tail of the lion or anything? Like yeah, that?
2: that's, no. I would not recommend that. No, okay. Just no. checking. We do I have, have a program. <laughs> we have one program where you can get up close with a penguin, but there's still no touching involved. Yeah. So you can go in and sit in the penguin's habitat.
1: I've always said like a humane society should be right outside A zoo like that'd be a perfect spot for them you know people leave the zoo and they want a sloth they want something and they're like no how about you rescue this poor kitten and take care of it how about you rescue this you know whatever this gerbil that somebody didn't want you're not going to get a sloth you're not going to get a rhino yeah you can rescue this (laughs) animal instead i'm like that would be perfect like
2: yeah, help, that help would be pretty smart. Critters. It's like the Girl Scout that yes. sell the cookies right outside of
1: the dispensaries here. Yes. Yep.
2: Cause it's legal in <laughs> Illinois. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can say that. <laughs> <That's> funny, <Matt. laughs> awesome. so, smart. <laughs> so the, uh, what, what else, when you have for like your camp, Shauna, is it a lot? I mean, is it, since it's a camp at a zoo, is mm-hmm. it all kind of about animals or do you do yeah. other activities?
2: We do other activities, but the camp's theme is animals. So right. every week of our camp is themed. So um, like we have like animals around the clock where, you know, that's a week. Our, we're weekly. So each day is a certain way that animals live throughout the day. So like one day will be like nocturnal animals, diurnal, crepuscular, mm-hmm. um, I forget what the other two are. One's like half awake. Is
0: she speaking English? I don't know what's going on. Is that Klingon? Was it actually
1: the names of the gorillas she was talking about earlier? Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so it's all themed differently, like that, for each age group. So they're learning about different aspects of. The animal world and sometimes not just the animal world but the natural world and then with our older campers they're getting more connected with what the zoo does outside of the zoo so like our work in africa or in the united mm-hmm. states south america different things like that so how we're helping to protect wild animals as well
1: okay are you strictly day camp or do you do any overnights
2: Our uh seven six seven fifth six seven it's been a year what do we doing? yeah i know <laughs> i know
1: i'm with you on that
0: like what did we use our do to middle school
2: campers um they do a two-week-long session and it ends in a sleepover and they also go on field trips too
0: oh where do they sleep over like at the zoo like i know an aquarium sometimes the sleepover is in the shark tank oh do they uh do yeah. they sleep at a special place
2: So there's two buildings that we use for our younger campers. They get to sleep with the small mammals and reptiles. So they sleep in the reptile gallery surrounded by snakes and lizards and stuff like that. (laughs) And then our older campers sleep uh, surrounded by gorillas and chimpanzees.
0: Oh fun. Yeah.
2: I keep they wake up with like a big gorilla looking down at them, like, what are you doing here? Right. (laughs) Through very thick glass. But still, (laughs) it is daunting.
1: (laughs) I keep telling my wife. I like it'd be cool to stick a bed in our nature center and have an airbnb in there like people could stand in here the frogs going crazy at night and the bird and she's like we'd have to get better locks on all of our stuff because she's like people would be in everything i'm like i know but that would be
2: i would sign up for that like that would be yeah. cool you're preaching to the choir here that'd be mm-hmm. something that i'd sign up for
0: too <laughs> so chris if uh another camp wanted to maybe look into getting some animals what what suggestions or recommendations would you have
1: the easy ones start with the reptiles is my i mean you pick your your leopard geckos the bearded dragons um get the turtles the box turtles the uh the i can't think what they're called the like the sliders and things like that that stay in the water easy ones you want a really cool one to start off with an axolotl and they're getting a lot more common um But they're neat because they're extinct in the wild. They don't exist in the wild anymore. You can only get them at pet stores and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they regenerate everything, which is so cool to talk about. Like you can cut off their arm. Well, you don't want to, but you could cut off their arm multiple times and they'll regrow it. You can dig out like part of their heart and they regrow it and dig out part of their brain. It's really cool. So they're really neat. Um, but they're crazy fragile. Like you have to have the water's cold and it's it's just so many different things with it. You got to be careful yeah. with what cleaners you use for them. But yeah, definitely reptiles are the easiest to start off with. But like Shauna said earlier, the mammals are what everyone loves you get yourself a ferret or a bunny or something guinea even a guinea pig mm-hmm. and they just love those but man, they're a pain to take care of <laughs> so interesting I trade my mammals for reptiles any day
0: <laughs> how do you how do you spell axolotl a x a x
2: l o t o l
0: yeah l o t l that sounds right
2: it's a spanish word
1: and it, it's almost very phonetic, like Axel lottle. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like... oh, yeah
2: they're things. they're technically not extinct in the wild. The last research, um, oh. uh, what they did a census, they found at least forty left underneath Mexico City.
0: Oh, really, Mexican walking fish.
2: Yeah, and they're only located in that one lake underneath mm-hmm. Mexico City. That's, That's their
1: like, their like a weird habitat. name. Yeah, mm-hmm. huh. It's like this huge name. So
0: cool. Yeah. So Shauna, what about you? Uh, Any suggestions for camps that are maybe considering animals, getting animals?
2: I would just say that before you start purchasing them, make sure that you understand what they need um, Mm -hmm. because every animal needs different things, especially reptiles. They are fairly easy to take care of, but make sure that you're getting the right lamps or heat pads, different things like that. Make sure you do your research um, because even though you know, they don't eat every week. <laughs> they mm-hmm. still have some very um, necessary dietary requirements that they don't necessarily get from their food.
0: And make sure each- there's a local vet that can take care of those yes, yes. animals.
1: Mm-hmm. And each state has weird laws too, on what you can and can't. I mean, very odd. Like for instance, in the state of Illinois, we're not allowed to have squirrels. Not allowed at all. But I can have a kangaroo if I wanted to. What? So figure that one out. Like, there's just some weird um, skunks you can only have if you're doing educational stuff. So you have to get a special educational license. I mean, there's just so many weird little, but like a fox, all I had to do is get a little fur-bearing license. And I got that from Walmart. So like, there's just some of the dumbest laws and licenses out there. So you got to look at that in your state and see what's allowed and what's not. (laughs) Are you happy you got the goats? i love my goats yeah they're so cute and adorable and i i didn't realize they their tails wag like that's my favorite part about them they wag their tails when they're they're happy just like for like the
0: first year that i knew chris i was like you need to get goats and he's like nope nope i'm never getting goats and then all of a sudden he's like guess what we just got a couple of goats this is why because i didn't actually get them my wife
1: did so that means I don't have to take care of them. That's the best <laughs> part of the goats. You're, it's no a partnership, problems. right? Isn't that what? Uh... No, no.
0: Do you have chickens,
1: Chris? So I okay. want. Oh, I can't think of what they're called. The the fuzzy chickens. Um, the the fancy chickens. Yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> I want some
1: of those, but my wife refuses because she apparently had a really bad like encounter with a chicken when she was younger, and so okay. she's terrified of chickens. We had go uh, ducks. Mm-hmm. Um, actually before we got the goats, we had the ducks, and one night we forgot to put them away and they were slaughtered by probably raccoons. Ugh. so
2: predation.
1: <laughs> we won't be doing that again. <laughs> um, wow, wow.
2: Chickens are so fun though. The kids can go collect cool. the eggs and you can Yum. use them in that's your yeah. That's what I
1: said. I think that's kitchen. cool. Well, we're not allowed to do that though. Here it can't. All of our
0: food oh. has to we can't grow or whatever chickens do to their own food. Well, anything else, uh, either of you, that you want to say in, in kind of this topic, as far as maybe suggestions of camps or things to look out for? Well, and I, I Sean, had touched on this a little bit too. I think that's a big thing. I mean, I did this when I
1: was a kid. I would go to a zoo and be like, "I want that animal. I want that." And there is so much more involved than just getting the animal. Um, some of these animals live. Some of these animals will outlive me. And so you have to make sure you have things set aside, taken that you're going to take care of them, that they're going to be okay and healthy and all the different junk you have to deal with. You don't just get an animal. Um, I mean, even our Fox, we, everything we looked into all the, the tameness and everything. Like we thought we did all of our research and took everything we just got a crazy one so like you you have to have everything figured out because you can't just release them in the wild you have to take care of them and do what you need to do and make sure you can't I mean luckily we found another person that was interested and and worked with foxes before and
2: yeah I say the same thing I would say that make sure that you're getting animals that are either domesticated or typically pets, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's big market for legal pet trade, especially here in Illinois, so um, make sure that whatever you're getting is legal, um, and that, understand that, you know, with things like fox and skunk, they're still wild animals, they're not domesticated, um, Uh no matter how long you've had them, so, that you make a crazy one that's just like I'm not living the domesticated life <laughs> um, exactly. and just understand that you chose uh, that animal and if you can't find somebody that is going to take care of it you are stuck with that animal for the rest of that animal's life animal's yeah. life so um, you know having pets at camp is it's fun it's a lot of work but it's also a lot of
0: responsibility it's like having a kid you're stuck with them yeah. the rest <laughs> of your life don't <laughs> don't do it if you can't handle it as a as a camp director my favorite
1: season is summer because someone else is hired to take care of the animals <laughs> and then the rest of the season they're not year-round workers so I have to deal with it so think about that too before you get yeah. like oh we're gonna do a barn camp and have a farm camp
0: and have all these somebody's got to take care of that dumb animal year-round so <laughs> it's like so Sean I have one more question for you yeah are, are any thing that you want to say to camps who bring kids on field trips to zoos
2: yeah give me a second yeah.
0: Don't <laughs> be
2: crazy. Oh, so many things right. I have to yeah. think about what I can say <laughs>
0: right.
2: um, it's really easy for us to try to project feelings on animals because you know if the animal is kind of sitting there we might say like oh it's bored or it's sad or if an animal is alone and a Uh, Habitat. It might be like, oh, they're lonely. Um, I think the best thing that we can do as adults is ask questions to the kids, like, why do you think that animal looks sad, or why do you think that animal may be alone? There's a lot of animals live solitary in the wild, so just kind of having them start thinking about that stuff instead of saying like, yeah, you're right, that animal is really, really lonely. This is a bad zoo. (laughs) 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 You know, we we don't like. Zoos, some zoos have a pretty bad rap, but uh, Association of Zoos and Aquarium is really trying to show the world that, you know, we're doing better by animals and that we really are looking at how their wild counterparts live. So asking more of those thoughtful questions to get kids thinking about why animals are certain ways in habitats.
0: Can, can schools like hire, or schools, camps, I mean, can they hire like somebody at the zoo to take them around and guide them yeah
2: not during the summer
0: okay okay yeah not at
2: lincoln park zoo during the summer because we have crazy amount of programs happening
0: yeah yeah um
2: like camp right (laughs) um like our own camp but during the school year we do have something called zoo explorers that happens live right now it's called zoo investigations and it's happening virtually but yeah you can um you can do that it's a field trip and there's different themes and it's for k through 12.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Let's say it's, somebody. Oh, go ahead.
2: I was going to say it's free or forty dollars. So it's free if you qualify for a scholarship, and we also supply buses too if you qualify for oh, a scholarship.
1: Wow, cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Shauna, for spending the time here. Loved having you on. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah when uh, when we get up to the zoo, then hopefully I'll you, wait can, till you can too, give I us guess, the VIP and- tour. <laughs> okay, perfect.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if nice. we're open and behind-the-scenes tours, I get so many behind-the-scenes tours every year. So if we oh. can start doing that, I will definitely sign us up for one.
0: Nice, so, nice. Yeah, In we'll All right. Uh, so if anyone would like to reach out to you, what's the best way?
2: Uh, my email. It's the letter S and then my last name, Guglielmo. G U G l i e yep. l m o at lp zoo.org.
0: nice nice thank you
1: again shauna thanks so much for being here it was awesome i love talking animals so i could do this all day but... me too <laughs> so thanks again and from around the campfire this has been kurt and chris thanks for listening see ya